Hello, friends. Welcome to the first episode of the interactive podcast. I'm your host, Angela Racine. So this first episode is going to be a little bit of introductory stuff, a little bit about getting to know me, getting to know the podcast, and then we will jump straight into the meat of the episode. But not actual meat because I am vegetarian, which I guess segues into the getting to know me part. So as I said, I am your host, Angela Racine. I am 21 years old. I am going into my senior year of college. I'm actually moving back into my apartment at school in, my goodness, I think it's two weeks right now. Yeah, it's currently August. Um, I'm from Connecticut, so I do go to the University of Connecticut. I'm studying psychology there with minors in criminal justice and sociology. I love the gym. (laughs) As I'm sure you guys know, I bet you guys found me from my um, fitness account on Instagram. If you do not know of it, it is AngelaR.fit. So yeah, check me out on there if you haven't. I am also currently working towards my CPT right now, which if you're unfamiliar, that is a certified personal trainer. So that is definitely a huge passion of mine. (laughs) I know it is very different from criminal justice, psychology, etc. But what can I say? I have plenty of passions. Um, I'm a lifelong learner, which if you couldn't tell, I am very passionate about learning with, you know, doing the CPT on my own time on top of school. I think it's extremely valuable. I think it is like such a privilege to get. And I think it's something people definitely take for granted. I don't always love learning in the general sense of sitting down in a classroom and being lectured at. But I more so love learning through people and through experiences. So that's why I love podcasts so much. And a reason why I really wanted to start one is because I love learning so much. And I would love to share my knowledge, share my advice, share my passions, right? So I figured a podcast is the perfect place to start for this. I'm also a very social person. I definitely get energy from being around people. I'm a huge people person. If you couldn't tell, I'm a huge talker as well. So I feel like um, the two combined, loving people, loving talking, loving learning, et cetera, et cetera, they really do combine to make the perfect podcaster. So you know what? I might not be close to perfect yet, but I'll get there eventually. Eh, If anyone even gets to perfect, I'll get as as close as possible to perfect. So switching gears a bit into the structure of my podcast, I'm going to do a quick little intro like I am right now, and I'll probably do like a weekly catch up um, on what's going on in my life. I'm probably going to talk about the gym a lot, to be honest, how my lifts are going, how I'm feeling, whether I'm bulking, cutting, etc. Um, eventually, I will like to do a Q&A at the end of my episode, but I clearly would need to build a bit of an audience to get questions from first. And obviously in the middle is the main topic of the episode. So I'm hoping 45 minutes once a week, that'll get the job done. (laughs) All right. So jumping straight into the main topic of the episode, I am doing five things I wish I knew before I started lifting slash at the beginning of my lifting journey. So I'm prefacing this by, bear with me, it is my first podcast clearly, and this is definitely a lot different talking to something rather than just like talking to yourself. It's like, even though there's no pressure because you could always just like re-record, for some reason it's so different. So, you know, putting that aside, let's go into number one. So 
My number one tip is have and keep a plan, okay? Planning is like the absolute most you can do. It is so beneficial to help calm you down, keep you organized, put you on the right path. So I would start by I would start out by writing out what workouts you want to do, okay? So if you walk right into the gym and you have no idea what you want to do, you're going to feel that much more overwhelmed, right? So let's say you walk into a gym, you have no idea what you're going to hit. You don't know if you want to do lifting, if you want to do yoga, if you want to stretch, if you want to do cardio, you don't know what body part you want to hit, et cetera, et cetera. You're going to feel a thousand times more overwhelmed, okay? And I am someone where I still get like this. If I go into the gym and I don't know what I'm doing that day, which in all honesty doesn't happen often because I am always prepared, I get a little bit anxious, right? You know, I'm like, oh, geez, like, what if I decide I want to use a machine, but it's taken, etc. So write out what workouts you want to do. So for me, I like to use the notes app on my phone. You could use whatever you would like. You could use a piece of paper. I definitely see people walking around with journals, keeping track of their workouts. So just write a couple workouts that you plan on doing. Maybe you could say, I want to use the leg extension machine. I want to um, do Bulgarian split squats with some dumbbells. I want to grab a bench to do some chest work, etc. Just write out, um, plan out your workout, right? Um, tying into this, you want to keep track of the reps and sets and possibly weight that you were doing with your workout as well. Side note, guys, my laptop is overheating so bad right now. So if you could hear it, I am so sorry. But yeah, you want to keep track of the reps and sets for your workout. And I say this because it future you will thank you so much, right? So let's say you go into the gym and you're doing squats and you're able to hit 135 pounds for five, okay? And then you do five other workouts after this and then you don't hit legs for two days. Let's say you come back into the gym and you're like, oh shit, like it's been a while. I don't remember what my working set was or you're trying to hit a PR, but you're like, oh, I don't remember how many reps was I able to get of the um, of that other weight. For me, I know that I have an absolute terrible memory and it helps me so much just by writing everything down. So I'll keep track of my reps and sets. And I also like to write the weights down. So that way, when I go into my next workout, I can just reference back to my past workout and see, okay, on incline dumbbell press, I was able to hit 40 pounds for eight. Let's pick up the 35s for a warm up and see how it feels. And I especially recommend this when you're first starting your workouts too, so that way you can track your progress, which is always helpful. And then it also keeps you a bit less flustered when you're entering the gym because you know exactly what you need to grab. Another one is for under keeping a plan is you want to track your rest times. And this might be a little bit silly sounding at first, but this is very important. So when you are resting, this is very strategic, okay? So you want to make sure you're giving your muscles adequate recovery time, but you don't want to sit there on your phone for five minutes and start losing your momentum, getting distracted, wasting your time. So I definitely recommend a lot of people say a baseline of like 90 seconds for accessory work and three minutes for um, compounds. Honestly, do whatever feels right for your body because not everyone recovers at the same weight and not everyone pushes themselves at the same intensity. So 
try not to grab your phone in between rest periods. This is something I honestly still struggle with. I still get caught up scrolling through Instagram or texting someone or scrolling through my past workouts. I also record my workouts so I can get caught up looking at the videos of myself. But I say this for beginners because you want to find how long of a rest time works for you, right? So let's say that for your compounds, you do find that three minutes works for you. Okay, now you can be even more efficient and effective in the gym. You also want to plan the time of day you're going to the gym and how long your session would be. So let's say you're someone with a full-time job, right? Let's say it's a nine to five and you're like, oh shoot, you know, like I have my nine to five and then I wanted to get dinner later, but I don't know what time I should go to dinner. When am I going to fit the gym in? You want to plan exactly what time to go to the gym so you have no excuse for missing it, okay? That also helps incorporate it better into your routine. It helps create a lifestyle change as opposed to just, I'm doing this for a few weeks. So for example, with me, during the summer with my job, going to the gym around 7.30 or 8 p.m. works best for me. Now, that might be a little bit too late for some people. Maybe you like to go early in the morning. Maybe you like to go right after your job ends, right at 4 or 5 o'clock. For my gym, it's just way too packed right after my job ends at the end of the day. So it doesn't really make sense for me to go right after work because, first of all, I am exhausted. I work at a preschool. Well, actually, funny enough, this was my last day of work today, but... I worked at a preschool over the summer, also daycare, summer camp, etc. Um, so yeah, it helped me a lot structuring my day, like saying, okay, this is when I go to work, this is when I stop work, this is when I'm going to the gym. So like I said, that'll definitely help you keep more on top of everything and really create that lifestyle change. You also want to plan how long your session is going to be. Now, this works better for people who have super busy schedules. Let's, let's say that you only have a 45-minute lunch break and that is when you're going to the gym. All right, you want to plan for, you know, a 30-minute gym session. So the reason why I say you want to plan how long your session is is not just to better structure your day, but to also, like, give you a sense of what you're going to be able to accomplish in the gym. So let's say if you only have 30 minutes, you probably aren't going to get a full intense workout. You're probably not going to be able to do all three compounds, all three accessory movements, etc. Maybe you're going to say, okay, I have 30 minutes. I'm going to focus on some mobility work or I'm going to focus on accessories or I'm going to do two compounds lifts, right? So you don't want to like fill up your plate too much because then you're going to get discouraged when you can't accomplish it all. So by planning the time of day and how long your session is going to be, it's going to set realistic expectations of what you can accomplish and like I said, show how it fits into your schedule. So all of this planning and tracking kind of ties in with number two. Number two is write out a split or a workout program. Okay, so if you can't write out a full program yet, start with a split. So basically a split is what body parts you're going to be hitting on what days, okay? So you can get as vague or as detailed with this as you would like. So for example, a split could be the bro split of push-pull legs. So on day one, I'm going to do push. Day two, I'm going to do pull. Day three is legs and day four is rest. And then rinse and repeat, <laughs> right? A lot of people also like to tie, instead of doing day one, day two, day three, they like to say, 
Monday is leg day, Tuesday is chest day, Wednesday is rest, Thursday is legs, etc. Some people like to put weekdays to it. If that works better for your schedule, go for it. For me personally, I don't like to tie a weekday to a body part because my schedule as a college student is very, it needs to be pretty flexible, honestly. I do have a lot on my plate, so if I'm really not feeling it on a Thursday, you know, I don't want to be like, oh shit, now I can't hit pull until Monday or whatever, right? So you can play around with how many days you want your split to be. It can be a two-day split. It could be a seven-day split, right? So whatever your goals are will determine your split, okay? So let's say that you're someone who you want to hammer your upper body. You're looking for upper body growth. Okay, push-pull legs might work well for you. Or if you see that splitting it up even more, saying like, okay, chest and tries on this day, shoulders on this day, back and buys on this day, you can really get as specific as you want. Maybe if you want to blow up your chest, you're going to program a couple more specific bench days and push days. Or let's say you're someone where you really want to see leg growth. Maybe you're going to go from two to three leg days a week. Or if three leg days are too much for you and you need more time to recover, you push it back down to two. So keep your goals in mind and splinter the split you choose around those goals. Now, if you want to create a workout program, this is a lot more, I guess it takes a lot more understanding of the gym. So basically, you're going to be phasing your workouts. Maybe the first three weeks, you're focusing on strength, okay? So you're going to do a lot of low rep, high um, high weight, okay? So you're going to up the weight a lot. You're going to do the like one to five rep range, and you're just going to hammer that strength. Then for the next three or four weeks, you're going to do more hypertrophy, maybe eight to 12 rep range. You're really trying to build size. And then maybe the last three weeks can go back to strength or you do some supersets, really pack on the volume. That's what a program is. Programs can also be for aesthetic goals. Maybe you're competing. Maybe you have a wedding coming up and you're trying to look a certain way for your wedding. Or maybe you have a powerlifting meet. Or maybe you just want to hit a one rep max. You can really get creative with these programs, get as specific as you can, and phase your workouts through a couple months span. So when you're creating a split or a program, maybe you can go to Google for ideas, look to Instagram or TikTok, find your favorite creators, look on my Instagram page, <laughs> anywhere to learn and find inspiration, okay? You can really get creative with these and it is super beneficial when you stick to a specific split or program because consistency is what will give you the most progress. Number three is prioritizing form over weight. You guys, I cannot express how important this is. So no ego lifting here, okay? If you are unfamiliar with what ego lifting means, this is when you put your ego above the lift. Pretty pretty common sense, right? Ego lifting. So ego lifting is basically saying, okay, I know I can squat 155 pounds and my form is iffy but I can really push to 165 if, you know, my knees cave in a little bit, I'm not bracing my core as much, and all I'm doing is focusing on pushing the weight up. Well, you know, it might sound okay to try at first, but in reality, that is how you seriously hurt yourself, okay? And I'm saying this because I have definitely learned from experience, okay? Okay. 
I was deadlifting. This was last November. It's currently August of 2022. This was November 2021. I was deadlifting. I didn't care if my back was curved because all I cared was pushing a lot of weight, or rather, if it's deadlifting, pulling a lot of weight. And I did end up hurting my lower back. And this is something that um, I still struggle with. It set my progress back so much. It took me months before I was able to deadlift or squat again. So please don't hurt yourself. Take the time to learn. You also get better progress and results with good form. If you have really shitty form, that means you're not recruiting the right muscles, you're not doing the exercise the way it's intended, and you're not going to get the best benefits out of it. But let's say you go into a deadlift, you're bracing your core, you're like pushing the floor apart with your feet, et cetera, et cetera. You're going to get better core strength, core stability. You're actually going to target those back muscles and you're not going to hurt yourself. The risk of hurting yourself decreases exponentially when you're doing an exercise with proper form. So that's pretty much all you can say about it is please, please, please take the time to learn, perfect your form, and then increase the weight. Number four is discipline over motivation. Discipline over motivation. I'm going to say it again. This is such a big one, you guys. Everyone always asks, the first question is, how do you stay motivated? How are you so motivated? How do I keep my motivation? Et cetera, et cetera. Dude, you will not always be motivated, okay? It is impossible for someone 24-7 every second of the day to be like, damn, I am always motivated to be productive. I always want to go to the gym. I always want to do my homework. That just isn't true. Whenever you start something and it's novel to you, you're always super ready to tackle it and excited for it, but that does fade pretty quickly. So this is where you need discipline to come in. Discipline is when you're laying in bed and it's 6 p.m., and you're like, okay, I could lay in bed for the rest of the night or I can get up and go lift for an hour. And I'm not saying, oh my goodness, I'm on my deathbed. I feel so sick. I'm dizzy. I haven't eaten. Oh, mo- discipline. I have to get to the gym. No, that is not what I mean at all. There's a difference between listening to your body and giving it the rest and recovery it needs and being lazy. And I'm sorry, but this is a little bit of tough love. Most of the time, you guys are probably being lazy, okay? You just need to create um, this routine and this lifestyle change where you wake up in the morning and it's not a question of if you go to the gym. So this is where I've really gotten myself to the point of is I found a form of movement and exercise that I love. It gives me energy. I get enjoyment from it. And I don't wake up wondering if I'm going to get myself to the gym that day. I wake up knowing that I'm going eventually. So like I said, you need to create something that becomes a lifestyle change that becomes sustainable for you over time and that works for you and it's not bringing you down. It's not like, it's not bringing your mental health down. If this is something like, let's say that you hate lifting weights. It makes you feel insecure. You're miserable doing it. Okay, do yoga, go on a hike, try calisthenics, Try every type of movement and exercise because any form of movement is better than no movement at all, okay? So discipline over motivation. Get your ass up and out of bed, okay? A little bit of tough love, but yeah, you just really need to like put your foot down and keep the promise to yourself that you're going to do it. And actually, speaking of doing it, number five is just do it, okay? 
don't be afraid of looking stupid. Don't be afraid of asking for help. Like, you really just have to walk into that gym and go for it, okay? No one else is going to pick you up and say, like, okay, Angela, now it's time to go to the gym. Now I'm going to show you what to do. Now I'm going to help you with this. No, you are in charge of your own life. If you want something done, you got to do it yourself, okay? So, for example, with me, when I first started my journey of discovering the gym, I was constantly looking up tutorials online of how to use certain machines. I was Googling, like, Planet Fitness leg extension machine how-to, or I was going on YouTube and I was looking up like leg routines at the gym. I was looking up how to set up cables, what the different attachments did. I was Googling everything. So don't be afraid to pull out your phone when you're in the gym or go into the locker room real quick and look up a tutorial for a video. Also, don't be afraid to ask other people for help at the gym. If you see this girl where you've always admired her, but you've always been too afraid to talk to her, speak up and say like, hey, I saw you squatting yesterday. Would you mind quickly showing me how to? Or if you're too scared to start with something that bold, just say, hey, I like your leggings. That way, when you see her next, you can give each other a smile because you've spoken before, and then maybe you can feel more comfortable speaking up. Also remember that when you're in the gym, no one is paying attention to you, okay? Absolutely no one is watching you. This is something I actually learned very quickly when I started working out at my gym at school is I walked into the gym and I see all these kids my age and I'm like, fuck, everyone's gonna look at me. They're gonna know that I don't know what I'm doing. I realized so damn quick, everyone has their AirPods in or their headphones, earbuds, whatever. Everyone's focusing on their workout no one is wasting their time going to the gym just to walk around and judge people, okay? And the reason why I say that is because why are you going into the gym? You want to improve something about yourself. You want to better yourself. Maybe you're going through something and you want to improve your mental health. Everyone is so focused on themselves when they're at the gym. No one is thinking to take out their headphones and listen to your conversation or just stare at you trying to learn how to use a machine if anything, people are going to be proud of you that you're starting, okay? Those big, older men that look like these huge, crazy bodybuilders, they are some of the nicest people you will ever meet, and that is because they started somewhere. They, they, they didn't pop out of the womb being 260 pounds of pure rock-hard muscle, 5% body, body fat. No, Everyone's in the gym because they want to work on themselves. And those are the types of guys that are going to be most proud of you because they remember what it took for them when they first started their journey too. So like I said, you know, we all start somewhere. Everyone's understanding of it. Just do the damn thing. And on that note, that were five things that I wish I knew before I started lifting. Thank you guys so much for listening to my first podcast episode. I am so, so excited to keep making these for you. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you got some knowledge. If not, I hope you liked hanging out with me, getting to know me a little bit, and I hope you stick around. So thank you for listening to the interactive podcast, and I will see you guys next week. Bye, guys.